to the Red Pill Sports Podcast. Combating woke games takeover of sports. Red Pill Sports Podcast. Sports done right. podcast. I am your host Donnie Copeland and it is uh, October the 1st. It's actually bleeding into October the 2nd on a Monday but we're going to be doing a news and sports review just a uh, instant take uh, our instant reaction on the news over the weekend. I want to say and give a shout out to some really really uh, special listeners, appreciate you uh, so very much. We've got listeners in Spain. We've got listeners in New, Ze- New Zealand. New Zealand, uh, Of course, in the United States and most of the states. Uh, hope I'm not missing any countries. Um, maybe Greece. Uh, but a uh, couple of questions for you guys in New Zealand. And uh, honest answer, you can hit me up at Donnie Copeland on uh, Twitter, or hit me up on Red Pill Plus at Red Pill Plus. Uh, we are we have been Red Pill Sports, but we're delving into news and sports. So we're going to be Red Pill Plus News Plus Sports done right. Uh, so you guys in New Zealand, uh, let me know: Are the media accounts of the? It kind of feels like Canada. It feels like uh, a lot of oppression there by the government. Uh, and I know how it is here. You, you can have a lot of tyrants in some of the big cities here in the United States. You get in the south and you don't have that. So let me know, is that, is that accurate or is that you know nationwide? Uh, I've, I've heard nothing but how beautiful New Zealand is. I've always wanted to visit. Um, and then for you folks in Spain, I had a guy that spent some time there as a missionary in Spain. And by the way, we are going to get to the news and sports, so hang with me. I just want to indulge our listeners in New Zealand and Spain. Um, but I had a buddy that was, I say a buddy, it was an acquaintance that was in Spain, uh, was not stationed there, but was uh, assigned there as a missionary. And he was telling me that uh, people in Spain, again, I'm probably talking big city stuff, uh, but they would get to work at like 10 a.m. and then break at noon and then uh, come back around, around 2 or 3 in the afternoon and then stay open to 5, 5.30, and they were, they were gone. Uh, and I thought, man, that sounds like my life. 
<laughs> so uh, let me know you guys from Spain at Donnie Copeland or at Red Pill Sports on Twitter or X if that's accurate or not or if that's just kind of hyperbole. So uh, I think at the top of the news tonight, it's got to be, and man, I want to be real careful. So I'm going I'm to do uh, a little bit of nuance in this. Um, but I think the the top, to me, stop, top uh, story is not, um, is, is not the continued resolution by uh, the House and Kevin McCarthy because, A, and this is really sad, but we didn't expect anything less, right? Uh, we never expected the Republicans to ever fight. We never expected them to do anything other than to roll over. So, I mean, let's just be let's just be brutally honest. You know, we we literally did not expect uh, anything else, and and that's just uh, that's just the truth. Um, so. I think that's uh, uh, I, 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 that's why I don't think it's the biggest story because it's the same old, same old. And it's been that way. I'm 62 years of age, and it's been that way all my life. It's been very rare. Contractor with America, with Newt Gingrich, and the Congress, what, 91 or 92, and a few things that Reagan did, and the rest of it was Donald Trump and nothing. Those three instances and in I haven't been forty-two years. I've been following it, and that's that's it. Uh, so no wonder uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, no wonder Nikki Haley, people roll their eyes when she talks, and Michael Pence. It, it's it's like the, you know, it's like the person who tells you over and over and over. Uh, you know, the contractor says they're coming back to fix whatever they didn't fix last time that you paid them for. And they've been telling you that for 30 years. So um, so I don't think that's the biggest story. I think the biggest story, and I want to be careful here because I don't want to play into the media, but if, if this is anywhere near uh, as bad as it sounds, um, it's, it's, it's bad. Uh, and, 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 yeah, but I'm going to have a little, di- and that I'm talking about is, Podium Gate, and that is, if you hadn't heard, Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, sent in an invoice for $20,000 for a podium, and I'm using air quotes here, um, and come to find out she really, it wasn't about a podium at all, it was a friend of hers, a donor's daughter maybe, that was uh, actually one in a trip or they were all going to fly to um, to France and so basically Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, put in a request for $20,000 for a podium uh, paid for it in advance which was against uh, uh, state policy and the $20,000 was used to fund this trip for this relationship a donor or someone like that uh, it doesn't really matter who it was for. Then when they got caught, they, again, this is all alleged, okay, allegedly. But I'm going to give you a unique perspective uh, for two reasons. One, I used to be on the executive committee of the Republican Party of Arkansas. Two, I was a state representative here in the state of Arkansas. So I've got a little, and then I've ran numerous campaigns for uh, candidates here. So I've got a little bit of 
uh, and I purposely have not asked anybody over the weekend. I didn't ask anybody how credible it is because one, I'm looking at uh, the text. So here's a text thread. Uh, start on May the 11th. We have a podium on order. Vendor needs to be paid. Oh, by the way, podium is in um, is in quotations. We have a podium on order. Vendor needs to be paid in advance. Uh, and then um, someone writes, can't pay until it arrives. How much is it? It's about 10000 uh, they want us to use transition funds. Call me tomorrow. Vendor needs to be paid in advance. Governor and Judd used vendor before and can't pay until it arrives. We'll get a purchase order going. Um, how much is it? Whose card are we going to use? These are all text, uh, I mean, yeah, text messages or emails. Uh, increased credit limit, I guess, to one of the state cards to twenty-five grand, And it goes on and on. Uh, invoice to be from event planner uh, Beckett to make a custom podium. Um, the charge won't go through. Card override approved. $19,000.29 was the payment made. Uh, how do I code this uh, purchase? Uh, expense it until card bill comes in. We'll fix it later. Uh, so this, uh, I'm sorry, this, this started on May the 11th, went down to July 24th. Uh, by August 9th, Houston, we have a lectern. That should have been problem. Uh, I, I'm, I'm joking there, but not really. September the 8th, Sarah Sanders called special session to adjust the Freedom of Information Act. So what it looks like, is that Sarah Huckabee Sanders got caught by a guy, and I, I know of him, uh, Campbell from Blue Hog Report, um, and he's 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 done a lot of this, um, and I can't think of his first name, but he uh, once he caught him doing what they were doing, then Sarah Huckabee Sanders calls a special session to try to adjust the Freedom of Information Act to, so they couldn't get the reports. Well, guess what? All the Republicans, I mean, all the conservatives started, you know, pitching a fit, me included, and said no. And, um, and, and I wasn't active in it, so I don't want to, it to seem like I was, but some people like Scott Gray and uh, the Lancasters and uh, some really, really good people uh, got involved in this. Uh, I believe Colonel Conrad Reynolds and some others were very vocal about this. Uh, Doc, I believe, was pretty vocal on his uh, podcast, and so it got it got voted down. So that way, Campbell uh, Blue Hall Report, this blog, was able to get the reports. Now, here's the thing: somebody blew the whistle. Somebody told this, and I'm going to tell you, there's a dirty little secret about. Little Rock politics, and that is Republicans. Uh, Rush Limbaugh had something that he used to say, and he would say that Republicans, Democrats are out to destroy Republicans. Republicans are out to get along with Democrats, and until Republicans are out to destroy Democrats and annihilate them from the face of the earth as a political party, uh, they will never win. And, and the thing about it is, 
what Republicans, most constitutional officers in this state, so this state was Democrat for 100 years after Reconstruction, and then in 2010 it started turning. By 2014, 2012-2014, it was landsliding to Republican. By 2016 with Trump, it was it was full onslaught. I mean, uh, but in 2010 it was it was turning. I ran the uh, land commissioner's race for him. We beat a guy that was a lifelong Democrat fixture, young guy, had three or four hundred thousand dollars. We had thirty thousand dollars, and we beat him, and we beat him by eight or ten points. We ran against a. Um, or I helped with another campaign for Secretary of State, Mark Martin, and beat the guy running for Secretary of State like a drum. We're beat, we out, we're outspent uh, 10 or 12, 15 to 1, and beat him like a drum because the, the tide had turned. But here's what happened. When the Republicans got into office in those offices, uh, those offices were full of Democrats, but they didn't get rid of them. Listen, there's a reason when you read the Bible and a new king would take over, remember what they would do? When the new king would take over from the old king, remember what would happen? He'd kill everybody in the old king's family, right? And he would just annihilate them, get rid of them, because that's exactly why. And all of the problems that stem, now let me let me be clear, if if Sarah Huckabee Sanders indeed did this, she got everything coming to her, okay? Now, you know and I know that both Republicans and Democrats, they all do it. They do it in different ways, but it's inexcusable. It's not justifiable, uh, but, the, the you know, and so whether, whether she kept Democrats or not, but they do. They keep Democrats because they think they're going to get along uh, with Democrats, oh, I'm going to be different. I'm going to show them I'm respectful, and, I, and or, or I'm 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 congenial. I can get along with everybody. And instead of taking young Republicans and people that have been loyal and putting those people in those positions, they keep these Democrats. Well, guess what? Somebody in her administration blew the whistle on her. Now, if she wouldn't have done anything wrong, they couldn't have blown the whistle. Okay, so. We, we, we know that to be true. But Republicans in this state, and probably in most states, and I think it's by extension, it's the same thing. What was Donald Trump's main issue in Washington? It was the administrative state. When you, that's why Vivek Ramaswamy, I believe his, uh, his campaign is so uh, believable and so exciting to me if he were to do what he says he would do, and that is totally annihilate the administrative state. Well, there's not just an administrative state, a fourth estate in the uh, in the in the federal bureaucracy. There's a state bureaucracy, and when a state has been ran by Democrats for a hundred years, it's full of uh, vipers and 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 rodents. And so, guess what? Uh, somebody connected to Campbell, who is the uh, Blue Hog Report guy that works in uh, somewhere in the, the 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 bowels of the administrative state of, of Arkansas, uh, were, was more than happy to give him that information. And now, again, if she hadn't have done what she did, then she wouldn't pay the price. 
you know, I mean, th this would be a non-issue. So, uh, but you can't dance with the devil and not think it's going to, it's going to cost you, bottom line. So, uh, it'd be fascinating to see what happens. I, I actually think she could, she could lose her, the, the only way she won't lose her governorship and, and I wasn't far to begin with. If you remember right, well, a lot of you wouldn't know this, but Dot Washburn, who uh, actually is uh, part of our podcast network, Doc actually ran against Sarah Gubby Sanders, and I ran that campaign. We, we garnered 64,000 votes. Uh, ironically, 64,000 votes in 2010 won the lieutenant governorship. I ran for lieutenant governor. I lost 62 to 64. I got 62,000 votes. The guy that beat me for the, the Republican nomination got 64,000 votes, beat me by 2,000 votes. I won 63, 65 out of 75 counties, but he won the biggest counties. So Dog gets 64,000 votes and still uh, gets beat by, you know, uh, 50 points or something like that. So she she got so many more votes than literally ever have even voted in Arkansas. So that's a little uh, interesting uh, tidbit statistic right there. So I, and the reason I wasn't for Sarah Huckabee Sanders was because she never stood up for President Trump after she left the White House, even though he made her just like. Uh, Caitlin McElhinney, McElhinney, um I think it's McElhinney, I, uh You know who I'm talking about, the blonde. So uh, these people get famous, just like Jenna Ellis. They get famous. Uh, uh, President Trump puts them on the map, and they stab him in the back. It's just like Cardillo uh, and uh, who's the other guy, uh, Bill Mitchell. And, and and there's a there's a list. All all the you know, woke military and all the bureaucrats. So I wasn't for her to begin with. Plus, she was palling around with Mike Pence, and I didn't trust her no farther than I could throw her, and I certainly couldn't pick her up. So, um, so, but, but I'm not, I'm not going to be piling on her. I'm not going to be rooting for the Democrats either, because I just tell you the 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 uh, lieutenant president, lieutenant governor, is is no better. Uh, than she is uh, Leslie Rutledge, and um, I, 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 you know, I don't see any any improvement there uh, at all. But uh, we'll we'll follow this. We'll see where it goes. Um, she's definitely going to she's going to refuse to step down if if it were to get that way. The Republican Party is so. Um, so in power, super majority, even though, here's the irony, the Republican Party has a super majority, but still has a state income tax, still has tremendous regulation. Um, so they got the super majority, but they've done nothing with it for the people. But what they will do with it is protect her. And I'm, I'm okay with that, to be quite honest. Um, but uh, at the same time, uh, we'll see where this goes, and it'll be it'll be interesting. Hey, we're brought to you today by Red River Auto, RedRiverAuto.com. Make sure that you go online, check out RedRiverAuto.com, the greatest 
uh, and most patriotic car dealership in America. They've got new, they got used, they got every kind of just about every type of vehicle that you would want. They have multiple car dealerships. Um, uh, RedRiverAuto.com. Make sure you tell them Red Peel Plus, Donnie Copeland, uh, part of the Dot Washburn Show. Uh, family of podcasts sent you. Also, we're brought to you by MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Don't forget to use that promo code RED for extra savings. Make double, triple sure you get some of the Dreama, uh, Dreama, Giza Dream Sheets. Uh, great stuff, great stuff. Um, hey, let's get into some sports. Um, there's a couple things I wanted to, uh, I wanted to get to you. Uh, uh, you know, the Cowboys, uh, first thing I want to say about the Cowboys, the Cowboys are schizophrenic. So the they, first two games of the year, they just annihilate the Giants and who was the other team they beat. Then they go play the Phoenix Cardinals and just get blown up. Then the Phoenix Cardinals get blown up by the San Francisco 49ers today. And then the Cowboys come out today and just, uh, you know, just annihilate. And so it's... Uh, Pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, Atlanta looked like they were, you know, going to be the next big thing, uh, but they get beat 23-7. Carolina uh, falls to Minnesota 21-13. Commanders gave Eagles, man, I hate the Eagles, and the Eagles win 34-31. Uh, Cleveland had a short-lived, um, a short-lived resurgence and got drummed by Baltimore uh, 28-3. And man, look at Cincinnati. Have you seen the meme uh, where this guy's throwing a football and he, he can't, you know, he, it looks like he's never thrown a football in his life. And it says, uh, this is Joe Burrow after signing his contract. I mean, the, the Bengals are just, they got to be by the Titans today, 27 to 3. Um, and the Bengals, they can't score. I heard that they are the first team, I believe, in NFL history, or the first time in in, in in decades that is not scoring a touchdown in their first four games in the first first quarter maybe in the first half uh but i think they've scored four or five touchdowns in in four games it's just unbelievable now they're saying that their offensive line is the problem but i'm telling you joe joe burrow does not look like himself i don't know if it's the the thigh the calf muscle i don't know uh oh the the uh, Miami Dolphins came back down to earth today. You know, they put up 70 last week, um, and then they get beat. They get doubled up today, forty over doubled up, 48-20. So they get almost 50 hung on them today. And, you know, Cheetah uh, was saying last week, he said, you know, be careful because, see, they, they wanted to kick a field goal against Denver. They wanted to kick a field goal when uh, – but, but – uh, McDaniel, the coach, wanted to run the. Uh, he wanted to keep playing and get the the seventy uh, point record. And Cheetah and some of the other captains on the team said, "No, no, no, man. You know that's that's bad luck. Don't do that." But they did it anyway. Uh, man, C.J. Stroud continues to impress. Uh, Pittsburgh's not very good, but Houston beats Pittsburgh thirty to six, and the poor Chicago Bears. Uh, man, they you know they were just in full control, and then really stuck it up in the second half. Denver comes back and wins 31-28. Uh, Los Angeles uh, Raiders beats uh, 
the Indianapolis Colts. I've been pulling for the Colts uh, and uh, Richardson, but uh, they fall today 29-23. Uh, pretty good ball game. Tampa Bay beats New Orleans. Man, with Aaron Carr out in New Orleans, Jameis Winston needs to go back to uh, shoplifting crab. Man, that... Uh, I'm telling you that that is brutal. They that was so brutal last week. They were up 16, 17 to nothing at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and lose that game against Green Bay 18-17. Then today they lose to Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield 26-9. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers went 24-17 over Vegas. Of course, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is out. As I mentioned, San Francisco just dominates Arizona 35-16 and then uh, I couldn't remember who it was but then Dallas hangs 38 on Nebraska, uh, uh, Nebraska New England and they get they win by 3 uh, 38-3 uh, New York Jets had a, a good showing today uh, 23-20 befall to uh, the Chiefs and so that's uh, that's just about that's that's most of it right there um, I was going to see, um, but uh, anyway, that's that's pretty much it. There was one other thing. Oh, oh, uh, back to college football. I made, I think I had seven upsets uh, that I had tagged for. Let me see here what I had. I had seven upsets that uh, I had um, predicted. Let me see here. Uh, let me flip over to Red Pill Plus. Uh, follow us at Red Pill Plus on Twitter. Also, you can follow me at Donnie Copeland. Hit me up. I'd love to interact with you. Um, let's see here. I had, uh, I think I had, uh, I know I had uh, Notre Dame losing. That was a good ball game. Notre Dame just warmed down. Um, beat Duke so I had Duke winning over Notre Dame that one was uh, uh, the the, uh, the Colorado uh, USC game was a was a good game even though there was no defense played but it was it was a good game and I uh, kudos to Colorado for coming back and making that game competitive I thought that was real good for them just for their psyche I thought uh, LSU Ole Miss I'm an LSU fan that was the most horrendous display of defense I've ever seen in my life on both parts. Uh, here's the difference in Ole Miss and LSU fans. Ole Miss fans tonight are ecstatic. I promise you this as an LSU fan. If LSU would have won that game, well, let me back up. LSU fans, yeah, would they want to win the game? Were they hoping they'd win the game? Sure. But here's the difference in an LSU fan and an Ole Miss fan. An Arkansas fan, for that that matter, LSU fans would have been mad if they won. So we didn't deserve to win that game. And most LSU fans, I wouldn't say glad, but not terribly uh, upset that they actually lost the game because they felt because LSU fans feel like that defense defense is so terrible for LSU, and it's not just the defensive backfield; they're weak. They they are they are not very strong. They get ran over. They arm tackle. The defensive line gets dominated. Uh, and, and here's the thing: if 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 you can't get uh, if you can't 
if you can't cover on on the back end, then you at least have to put pressure on the on the uh, on the quarterback. They did a little bit, but not much. Uh, man, they're just they're horrendous. Their their defense is as bad as their offense is good. Uh, but man, you know if they play anybody with any defense, uh, and I think that I think the Alabama game could be. Of course, Alabama's offense is not nearly as good as LSU's, but their their defense is is phenomenal. Uh, they're just not physical. They're just not physical, and uh, man, they got a long ways to go. Um, so, be interesting. I, I did have something I wanted to run by you, and uh, just get your thoughts on it. That is, there is a meme that is out, and I don't know if this is accurate or not. Uh, but I, I posted it, in the, and, I, and I mentioned this on one of the podcasts, but uh, this, this meme said that 32, 7.3 million uh, illegal aliens have entered the country in the last 32 months, and over the past 14 years, there were 7.3 million. So there's been, in 32 months, there has been the same number as the previous last 14 years, uh, which brings it to 15.6 in basically the last 17 years, 15 million that have come into the United States, which is uh, just over 10% of the nation's population, which is hugely, hugely significant. Um, So... Uh, here's the thing, and I, and I know I mentioned this now that I'm thinking about it. I did mention it on a previous podcast, but I thought it was fascinating, and I wanted to run it back by you. And that is, the, the reason I posted that, and I want to make this clear, the reason I posted that, not because I necessarily thought it was true, I thought it's more indicative of what's going on on the border, uh, but because of the dishonesty of the media, because they do not list how many people come into the country illegal. What they list is something called encounters. So as long as they encounter, and I don't even know what an encounter actually what qualifies as an encounter, but if a federal agent or a state, uh, I guess it would be federal, agent doesn't quote unquote encounter illegal alien then it's not counted so we have no idea how many are how many actually uh, are coming in and and I've said this before they're not just coming in from South America they're not just coming in from Guatemala and Honduras and Mexico uh, no 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 they're coming in from uh, China they're coming in from the uh, from the African nations they're coming in from the Middle East um, and so that is hugely disturbing. What is more disturbing is that the Republican Party would pass a continuing resolution, send money to Ukraine, what, $6 billion, uh, and not spend a dime at the border. That is, and, and well, I don't know if they sent, spent, sent any money or not, but that no one made it a prerequisite that the border would have to be shut down and then the minute the border reopened and people was pouring back over, that it would shut down again every time it opened up. And that, my friend, is uh, for sure uh, a, a crying shame, no doubt about it. Um, just want to review the news with you. Uh, I didn't look at the Sunday shows. I, I typically do that, uh, but I didn't do that today. 
let's let's look at the news real quick, and then we will uh, we'll call it a call it a night. I appreciate you spending the time and being here uh, with us. Um, let me look here real quick at the news. Uh, let's see. Uh, been a pretty slow. Looks like pretty fairly slow uh, news day. Uh, and we'll we'll get back on. We'll jump on maybe tomorrow night for sure. Tuesday night. This has been an instant reaction of this weekend's sports and news. Uh, I'm your host Donnie Copeland. This is Red Pill Plus. Don't forget to follow us at Red Pill Plus at Twitter uh, uh, on Twitter at Red Pill Plus. Also uh, at Donnie Copeland on Twitter. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. I'm so thankful that you joined us. And uh, tell somebody about the show. Uh, tell, let them know about what we're doing. And uh, we uh, will see you next time. Take care. You've been listening to the Red Pill Sports Podcast. Brought to you by the Doc Washburn Show Family of Podcasts. A Yetcher Media Company.